I'm Tiff Bannister, and when I'm not being fucking awesome, I'm on PornDirectorPodcast.com. I'm feeling fucking horny right now, and I'm ready to fuck some shit up! Live from the San Fernando Valley, it's the number one podcast in the adult entertainment industry, The Porn Director Podcast. Starring award-winning industry veteran, director, and filmmaker, Sal Genoa. And he's a DSA aficionado, the best producer in the business, and the king of drops, Khan. We are the PornDirectorPodcast.com, brought to you by SalGenoa.com. You can find us on Twitter at PornDirPod, at Sal underscore Genoa, Facebook.com, slash con.pdp and you can search porn director podcast on itunes stitcher and youtube email us please sal at porn director podcast.com or con at porn director podcast.com let's talk porn con i'm ready i'm fucking beyond ready let's whip through this because tonight is magical uh, let's thank the Wildfire Radio Network. That's at wildfire underscore radio, wildfireradio.com. They have us in radio syndication. Thank you so much for getting our show out to the masses. Team Skeet, thank you so much. Great website. Go there. Check it out. We work with them on getting our guests outfitted in all the Team Skeet wear. It's a good site. Go check it out. If you haven't told a friend this week about our podcast, please... You go to a restaurant with, you know, on a hot date, you're in the bathroom in the urinal. Look over the guy next to you, next to you and say, hey, you should listen to the Porn Director Podcast. <laughs> if it doesn't smash you in your fucking head. Well. <laughs> if you are a fan, for, well done, Con. Uh, if you're a fan of podcasts, please listen to Church of What's Happening Now. Joey Diaz, he's the funniest man in comedy. Joey our, Diaz, our, <laughs> yeah. See, our guest knows that. At Rialto. Joey. <laughs> at Rialto Report. Um, they're going to get a hold of Greg Dark, which will be awesome. I, I hooked those two up. Uh, the Projection Booth at Pro Booth Cast. It's a great mainstream uh, podcast. Just underscore guy underscore talk. Happy birthday, Che. Just guy talk. Our friends from um, a long time ago. Happy birthday, Che. Oh, listen. I love our guest. Happy birthday, <laughs> Mr. If you, che. If you are, if, listen to that. Happy birthday to you. Our I'm squeezing my boobs together when I sing that. Che, wow. You, I'm feeling fucking horny right now, and I'm ready to fuck some shit up. Yeah. If you're in the Santa Monica area, my Christ. Go see Dean at Cinephile, 11280 Santa Monica Boulevard. Go to Cinephile. It's a great, great video rental place. And they have a great porn section. Uh, we're going to archive some video, as always. Um, Khan puts only the best videos up. If you haven't gotten it, it's working on about being out for almost a month now. Twisted Fate from Girl Co. Films. That's at Girl Co. Films. That is a two-disc set. I'm feeling fucking horny right now, and I'm ready to fuck some shit up. And that she did. That's um, me. Also... Uh, we'd like to thank Mark Spiegler again, who came through once again. If you're in the business, get on the list, okay? If you aspire to be at the the epitome of what a porn girl should be, be a Spiegler girl, okay? Do yourselves a favor. Thank yes, you, Mark. Yes, oh, God, yes! That kind of sounds like him. What's going on, kid? Ah. <laughs> All right, tonight <clears throat> is fucking... Come on, you snorers! That, that sounds, sounds like Spiegler. That sounds crusty the Clown. Tonight, is. I'm going <laughs> to suck. 
All right, so <laughs> our guest tonight is one of my all-time favorites. I'm going to break this shit down on the reel in about four minutes. Um, <laughs> she is the star of Twisted Fate by Girl Co. Films. How by a twist of fate. <laughs> she did. and she Nonetheless. Has a f- I'm feeling fucking horny right <laughs> now. You love that drop. Fuck some shit. Ah! So if you've seen the movie, I had to have her down. If you haven't seen the movie, this is this fucking star. Um, (laughs) Honored to have her here. I feel at this time. Okay, I'm going to go out on the fucking limb. (laughs) I will be. We're going to get into this more depthly, but but I have to say this one now. This girl right now, currently, I believe, is the best performer in the industry. Shut your filthy mouth. Because there's a bunch of fucking reasons, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay? (laughs) Why? Now I'm going to go home tonight and get yelled at. No, I'm just kidding. Shut the fuck up, you asshole. That's right. But tonight, Khan, thanks to Mark Spiegel again, we have a phenomenal fucking performer and human being, ladies and gentlemen, and it's trademark, so go fuck yourself if you try and rip her off. Go fuck yourself, dog. Oh, Joey's here. Dana Diamond is with us tonight, Khan. Jesus Hooray. Christ. Claps from everyone. Thank you. Studio crowd goes oh, nuts. you guys sit. Don't you don't have to stand. Thank you. Thank you. Standing ovation. I'm feeling fucking horny right now, and I'm ready to fuck some shit up. That's just where I idle. God. Fucking horny right now, and I want to fuck shit up. That's, That's the way the uh, trailer starts out. That's how I always. Am. That's she's fantastic. I'm already snapping. Have you had a chance to see a twist of fate? Not yet. What? I have a copy in the car for you. I wonder. I like never watch porn. Really? Ever. But we did some cool stuff. Yeah, I feel like if you, it's poisoning the well, you know, if you watch porn and you do porn, really? you start. Well, just look at the cool shots we did. I don't want to, I mean, the shots are amazing. I watched the trailer I was, oh, and I retweeted it. Nice. When you're driving up behind, we are, no one knows I was in the car at that point, but when we're driving up behind. Um, Hold on. What? Uh, Dana Diarmond trademarked. Where can people find her? Oh, that's at Dana Diarmond. Let's give a little spelling for you. Hump head bastards. At D A N A D E A R M O N D. That's Dana Diermond. That's right. Dana Diermond. That's trademarked. Don't go and fucking shank her yeah. and say, I'm going to sell you back your site because she already got that. Dana Diermond. Yeah, on Twitter and Instagram at Dana Diermond. And uh, Dana Diermond.com is my official site. How much stuff do you do on there? Uh, a good amount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do all the things. All right. I do the fucking. Oh, that's hot. I do do like, you fuck shit up? Yeah, always. Because <laughs> I'm feeling horny right now and I'm ready to fuck some shit up. So, so I have a question for the filming of it, A Twisted Fate. Can I Can I just say my blog too? Oh, absolutely. It's theinternetsgirlfriend.com. And you could buy shirts that have my cat's face on them. Sweet. At my site. Which I now, do you sell panties and shit? Do you get that crazy or no? Uh, you know, PayPal like really fucks your shit up when you try to do that. So I'm just like, hey, you can buy a shirt with my cat on it, and it'll be like a wink. And if somebody knows what the the cat shirt uh, is, ah. it's like less cheesy than buying a shirt that has like my like a me like a picture of me. Like, Ugh, you know, I don't. I feel like the people that are my fans are maybe like a little bit smarter into like a little bit of a more subversive. That's cool. Attitude toward porn that is. Well, you're a fucking like, veteran, Dana. You don't so want to wear a shirt that has like boobs and naked butts and stuff, right? And you know, I don't know. I just, I'm just so, I'm so fucking classy, you know. I, I couldn't agree so, more. So yeah. So, con- so ask away. Oh, go ahead. Ask your question. Oh yeah. So, twisted face. One, one, one twisted thing I. Twisted fate. <laughs> <laughs> a twisted fate. 
uh, where, that you can buy on blackmarketxxx.com as we speak this podcast. Um, I noticed that you not once took off your strap-on. Is this a, a habit you carry on throughout your day? or? Uh, I feel like going into uh, any role, I, I just... At the beginning of the first shot, wherever it is in the movie, I try something and then I'm like, okay, this is who I am in the movie. Sweet. And then I stay in that character. So you're a method actress. You're a method actress. I'm I'm the Daniel Day Lewis of pornography. And what's funny is what they call me. People that see that trailer, because I always watch it in groups, you know, hey, check this out. I watched it at Girl Co. And I never say anything, I just listen to what they have to say because. That's the best way to learn. And, and some guy's like, she's still got that thing. Look, she's got that fucking thing on. Like, they were so excited that you kept it on. I thought it was funny when you were walking into the house and you grabbed Sarah Love. And <laughs> it's just your cock is flying, flopping about the pace. That was good. God damn. It's a, a masculine energy that I have in this movie. I'm the ringleader. I'm also a psycho. How about when you walk into the orgy and you're like, oh, it looks like an orgy up in this bitch. Or whatever you said, it was fantastic. I am a golden god! <laughs> so here's what I want to tell. I want to tell a I little- did eventually take the strap on off when, I've, when we, uh, Sarah Love and I did public sex in the park. That's right. We made the kid- our kidnap victim watch. There is a fucking, I love that. I, we there's, did- a, there's a lot of twisted uh, layers of sexual yes. lesbian The best thing about happening. the kidnap victim is she was not industry correct that's the cool thing about it and that scene in the park we didn't cut once that was a straight through scene i did not turn the camera off at one point in that entire scene which means things are flowing i got professionals with perfection oh it was great so what i want to do to break down because i want to give you guys a little insight to this movie as well and and (laughs) i love this movie so much um dana was this is why i i will absolutely stand up and scream at the award show if she doesn't win this is why being performer ah! <laughs> exactly <laughs> being performer of the year does not mean that you do fucking circus acts and eat barf and that's going to make you performer of the year i mean i will eat barf though what makes you performer of the year is the following showing up on time being prepared and going the extra mile now this is a true story about this movie Dana was the first person on set. When I drove in with all the cameras and stuff, I turned around. She's like, hey, I got canceled. Hey, I got canceled you. the night before this, this movie. I, got, I had a cancellation. I'm pissed off, right? <clears throat> it was the lead bad girl. And I'm talking to Spiegler. And I go, I can't believe these fucking cocksuckers just canceled me. He goes, oh, I got Dana Dearmont for him. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. That's exciting. No, it was exciting. Um, so, it was like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then I had to go on set at like yeah. 8 in the morning or something. She's so, Con, she's the first person on set, right? So right there it tells me she's awesome and a veteran. And I've heard nothing but great things about her through Dana Vespoli. And she shows up and I'm like, fucking awesome. First person here. Ste- amazing fucking performance. Trust me. This is one of my all-time favorite movies, if not my all-time, bypassing this one. Um Artcore That's three right. that anabolic that was di- f- digital. That was my first masquerade. So is that how you say that word? Masquerade. Right. That's right. So then it's she's French. the first person. I tell her what to do. She absolutely crushes this movie. If you haven't seen it, tr- trust me, check it out. If you have, you'll go. You're fucking right. I'm feeling fucking horny <laughs> right now, and I'm ready to fuck some shit up. So then, she does an amazing performance. Everybody's eight hours. We shot this thing in eight hours. Um, 
she, oh, less than that. No, about eight. Everybody leaves, right? And, and I still have a couple things to do. So Dana, a fucking professional, and this is what makes you performer of the fucking year. She says, listen, just get me a Snickers and we'll finish up those shots you have. I go, are you kidding me? Thank you so much. Everybody left. I'll do anything for a Snickers. Everybody went home. She could have said this. If she was a C grade performer, she could have said, really? I got my money. I got my money. Go fuck yourself, (laughs) Sal. I'm tired. Please. I don't, I can't do anymore. She went with us up in the hills. And if you guys, those bitches don't say, please. (laughs) They're like, my driver's here. Bye. <laughs> so we went, we went up. Stupid fucking cunt. We, we went up in the hills. And if you've seen the movie, that amazing opening shot or not opening shot, opening shot of the trailer um, where we're high up in the cars creeping up on, on uh, the girl walking on the street. That And when uh, Dana puts the girl in the trunk, that's that stuff that was saved After. because she just wanted because a Snickers. Because of the Snickers. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sponsored by Snickers? A cheap date. But but how <laughs> great be is Snickers. that? Should be Snickers, Mars Corporation. If you're listening, but how great is that? Me. Like she Call she Stingler. saw something she liked in the movie and decided I'm going to give a thousand percent, and that's why I fucking and the performance was incredible. That is what female talent should be like. You're so money and you don't even know it. <laughs> yes, swingers. For real, okay. That's what Thank female you. talent should do. Are you just saying that? No, I'm not. Full. I wrote this this afternoon. The other thing female talent should do is anal. Yep. You're with I me. I agree. You're with me. Like a fucking Bitches, champ. come bring me your holes. Nice. And on I top of this, she does charity work. I'm charitable as fuck, motherfuckers. You, you just, how much money did you raise for the AIDS walk? Uh, I think it's around 24 grand. Jeez, Jeez not yep. bad. Yeah. She's not out. Fucking burning herb till fucking three in the morning and trying to figure out how the I fuck to get to. I barely <laughs> finish a glass of wine but, without but falling saying, over. You're not. You're not. You know, Spiegler called you at eleven. You were ready to go. First person there. Fuck. Yeah. This is what talent needs to be like. Well, period. you gotta get it. Well, the getting's good, I think. Or you could just go party all night. And go. Oh, I totally forgot. Well, ugh. Ugh, it's hard to forget to get fucked, I think. So, so <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be pretty fucking stupid to forget to go to work. It happens, trust me, and you know it happens I too. I know. So, there's plenty of girls. I'll say them by name. Okay, go ahead. Amy <laughs> Brooke forgot to go to work one day. She's on my shit list. Who else? Uh, what's her face? The fucking flake. <laughs> Wait, isn't that all of her name? <laughs> you know, the rest. Anyway, so if you're aspiring seriously to be great, I can't even great her female name, talent, <laughs> if you're aspiring to be great female talent, please get a hold of Dana Dearman. I don't know if she wants to help all of you people, but she does charitable work. Look, just take advice. Listen, ask her questions because she just being alive is, is my charity to the world. At the top of her <laughs> game, period. And why is she at Spiegler? Because she's at the top of her fucking game. That's why. I've been with Spiegler for eight years. Of course you have. Jeez Louise. I feel like we're married. We fight sometimes. He's fucking... But then ah, he like... Get there. He takes me to Malibu and we have uh, we have Joffrey's for brunch and then he takes me to the chocolate store. Joffrey died in, a, in season four. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Um, all right, don't so... Don't spoil it for so, the people that don't have HBO <laughs> and are listening to this podcast instead. So I heard about you <laughs> and I... Boo. I believe it was oh oh three or oh four. There was mention of your name around anabolic, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Right. And and it was like, "Oh, she's an internet 
girl and she's going to be coming into the industry and everybody's freaking I out. I was something like a phenomenon. <laughs> so tell us, <laughs> tell me how that, what that was all about. Oh, shit. Okay, well, I got on MySpace like really. Sounds familiar. Really early. Really early in the beginning of MySpace. And then every I was on the top eight of everybody. And I was right there with Tom and Tila Tequila and me. <laughs> God bless the internet. Me and Tom and Tila and Forbidden. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang really... old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, 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 click. It's real easy, That's man. exactly how it happened. Oh, my God. Tila <laughs> Tequila. Yeah, that basket case. <laughs> fucking crazy. So you were MySpace in it? Check out her sex videos at com. <laughs> you were MySpace in it? How many followers did you have? I had almost a million. Yeah. Yeah, so I had almost a million. Who was in your top eight? Oh, God. Who was in my top eight? Band of Horses, the band. Uh, yeah, I know them. Uh, they're great. Hi. Take my picture. Are you taking my picture right now? Yep. You know what I really like doing is if you're like ha- having lunch or something and somebody's on their phone across the table from you. <laughs> just pull that out. Just go, are you taking my picture? And then they're like, no. I'm like, oh, my God. Are you, you're totally taking my picture. Stop. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the. We and have a website. like embarrasses them from. Uh, ignoring you at the dinner table. That's like a funny. Fucking rude bitch. So, uh. Million followers. Yeah, I had all these followers on MySpace, and I started working at Kink when it was still called oh, Cybernet. Oh, shit. It's the first thing I ever did when I did porn. I had, uh, nude, nude modeled and, and internet, done internet stuff. I was one of the original models on BurningAngel.com. Oh, oh, wow, yeah. So, I was in with, like, Joanna. Joanna Angel, Mitch, those kids up in New York, New Jersey, N- New Jersey, New York. Where are you from? I'm from Orlando, Florida. I was raised in Orlando. Orlando. Yes. Okay. Sorry, a little uh, <laughs> uh, Book of Mormon Book for of, you. Book of Mormon. Yeah. Um, I took my mom to see that, and she laughed hysterically because it's like, we're from Orlando. We know lots of Mormons. It was just like. It was a great, great play. Yeah, she was like, she really related to it. And she liked the the use of the word cunt (laughs) so many times. And then... uh, Maggots in the scrotum? Just, yeah, when you fuck a baby and, you know, all that. Yeah, that's a great play. Mm -hmm. I'm really into the arts. So you're from Orlando. So I'm from Orlando. I moved out to California in early 2001. Why? uh, Because I was, uh, I guess you could say I was on the lam. (laughs) <laughs> really? You say 2001? What were you wanted for? <laughs> I, um, well, basically, it was supposed to do community service. This uh, was a real story. In Orlando. With us. Jesus. And then I was like, well, they can't make me do community service if they can't find me. <laughs> and I moved to California. Holy fuck. And this was 01. And I put it off for like four years, but I eventually did it. I tutored some little kids at an oh, after cool. school program. Look how nice I am. You're very nice. I went from being a teenaged asshole (laughs) to a fully grown asshole that does lots of charity. (laughs) So you could be a big asshole if you do a lot of charity work. That's true. Well, you could be a gigantic asshole. You just named about. You could be like a Mark Cuban type of person. You're like, do some charity, go to space, come back, (laughs) fuck some shit up, do whatever you want. I'm feeling fucking (laughs) horny right now and I'm ready to fuck some shit up. So. So you so. Went, came out here on the lamb. What was your plan? How old were you? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. I was twenty-one, and uh, I was I was a uh, I stripped. I was a stripper for off and on for like seven years. What was your stripper name? Paige. Paige. 
A I G E? Yeah. Page. And uh, I drank a lot. And that was really fun. <laughs> I loved drinking when I was younger. And I got fired from the strip club because I quit drinking. And then I started doing porn. <laughs> like, not immediately. Like, hmm, I'm going to become sober and do porn. <laughs> it was like kind of a, there was a, like an eight month in between wow. of that. So uh, I started working, uh, doing bondage stuff. And Joanna came out here and we hung out and she started dating uh, James Dean. And so I was meeting more people that were doing. But James Dean was only in the business for like six months when I met him, too. We came in at the same time. Working working with Wanker. Chico Wang. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> Rest in hell. Whatever he's, yeah, whatever he's doing. Jesus. He's fucking burning in the pits of hell <laughs> is what he's doing. I would agree with I'm you. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Mm. Not many people like him. Him and contusion. Oh God! <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, so, wh- who's your first scene for? For Hogtide. Hogtide. Hogtide dot com. Oh wow! I did the bondage? They tied you up and banged you out. Uh, yeah. Were you a promiscuous girl before this? Oh, uh, not really. No. Do tell that story. I'm. Uh, I, w- I did. You know what? I don't know if it was. I just did weird shit. I wasn't but like. This is epic. I. I, I which which I was one did dr- I okay, say? So, w- which one did I so say? So I'm with I've her. I've done so many weird. Oh things. no! I love this one. I'm with her in Vespoli. We're doing a lesbian public lesbian sex fetish. <clears throat> the outdoor scene in Dana Vespoli's movie where love it. They're out on the. <laughs> Love uh, it. Uh, Dana and Dana are out on a patio of a restaurant, and they go inside the bathroom, and they keep going. Fantastic, right? Fuck. It was amazing. Fuck. Um, check that out if you can. I'm feeling fucking horny right now, and I'm ready to fuck some shit up. Yeah, Dana that's was fully so, um, distributed by Evil Angel. That's yeah. correct. That's lesbian that's Public lesbian sex fetish. So Lesbian public sex fetish. Lesbian fetish. public sex fetish. It's a uh, mouthful. <laughs> It's a good one. It's a great movie. So, Hi, this is Dana Vespoli. When I'm not shooting porn or working to cure cancer, I am listening to the Porn Director podcast. So as we're driving <laughs> home so from this, um, trust me, as we're driving home <laughs> from this, you told the story of you used to go, this is awesome, you used to go and jerk dudes. What was the story? I let a guy jerk off on me in a Denny's parking lot. But you would go let people jerk off on you. I would let guys jack off on me because I didn't want to fuck them. God, that's hot. I would, like, make out with guys, and then they would, like, want to do stuff to me. I'm like, oh, like, just jack off on my butt cheeks or something. That's great. Anybody. Yeah. Not, I, I mean. To friends with benefits uh, or something. What was it? I don't know. Uh, How would it go down? Yeah, really. Tell us. It's just. Uh, hmm. No, that's not the, that's not the soundtrack to that. <laughs> yeah. It's time to play Come On Dana. I don't know. It was kind of weird. So what would you... Pro- I used to have like crushes on, on guys, but they were... I don't think I really understood my prowess as a young D'Armand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it, it became evident when I was older that they were like completely terrified of me. Um, so I would just get in these kind of awkward situations where I would like end up in cars with boys or like behind an Albertsons or and you're just like jerk off on me. Yeah. They were like, want to make out or something. And, and I didn't want to like, I don't really want to like do it. I just wanted to like get the power. Right. 
I'm more of a. You like the control you were getting. <laughs> yeah, out of it. yeah, it was sort of like I don't know. It's more. So you were like, you're not gonna fuck me, but you can jerk off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and like I like seeing like what what their angle is on it too. You know, like how their equipment works. Because I don't really want to fuck guys. Approximately how many of these guys jerked on you? Oh God. All of them? 100%? <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean like... Oh, what's the number? 20, 30? Oh, God, I don't know. This is fucking I amazing. mean, over the years, I don't really know. Fuck. But it would be like kind of the thing where it's like, look, I know you're married, so it's like just like, if you just like, I'm not going to do it, but if you do it, like it doesn't count. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Con, this is fantastic do you news. Need, do you remember where you live? Do you need me to call you a cab? Like That's false advertising. Cold, cold shit. So she's telling me a story as we're driving That's home from the scene. I was like, fuck, that's awesome. And then when I found out she's going to be on the show, I was like, Jesus, I got to hear this story. I, I sucked a cock. The first time I sucked a cock was in a fan full of boys in, Pen- <sighs> in Pensacola. Was, was it called Bang Bros? Or? No. <laughs> this was like. This is pre Bang Bros. This is like not legal. So what oh. happened? <laughs> what happened? Pensacola, they got beautiful white sand over there. No, we were up there for. Uh, over. Figure over. skating. Over there. We're figure skating. Oh, shit. Nice. So. With boys? Yeah, because the. Well, um, boys figure skate, con Jesus. No, there are the speed skating regional competition is like piggybacked with the figure skating. Mm-hmm. And so mostly boys do speed skating. So who's driving? Some fucking dude. I didn't know. There were like a fucking bunch of boys. that. I How old know. were you? I think it was like. That was during my 16th birthday. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so it happened during the summer. So it was like summer. So you got in a van with some speed 2000, skaters. 2005. Maybe. Were there I any mean, other girls? 1995. <laughs> 1995. Yeah. Were there Shit. any other girls in the van with you? No. So it was you. And it was just really, I don't know. It was just like, oh, yeah, I'll go to a graveyard with you guys and go look at some stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'll be like, hmm, well, okay, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I was a real instigator. So, like but how tension. does it go down? How it's do you sort of like this weird gay, like anonymous sex thing, like cruising. Yeah, that was kind of like a little gay dude where I was like, what, "What's going on in your pants over there?" You know, because oh, my okay. dad's like a gay dude. My dad is gay, so I feel like I got like, "Oh, that's how you kind of pick up on people. You like, you stare their cock until it gets hard." I think I may be <laughs> becoming a little bit gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I don't know. It's a psychic, uh, psychic boner and. Inducing magic. So I what were you, so one guy? How do you choose? There's six guys in the van. How do you I choose know, like, who gets the blue? The cutest. I don't know. Uh huh. And then what are the other guys I, doing? I forget. I mean, this was really long. T- <laughs> it was like 20 years ago. It's all right I mean, that's a long time. Weren't ago. you be? Weren't you scared you're going to be called a slut or something? No, because we were in Pensacola and we were like, they were all going to go back to wherever. Oh, these weren't. Oh. This, ah, this now is it's a region. It was this a is regional. A regional. So uh, it's the southeast region. See, I thought so you were in a her. van load of people that started out in Orlando and went to Pensacola. No, 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 no. This was like completely like Dana plan. Ah, okay. This is like 100% wow. thought out. Very Dana, meticulous. Like weird, I'm a girl, but I'm going to have weird anonymous gay sex with these guys. Uh-huh. They don't understand that I'm really a gay dude in a girl's body. Nice. And uh, I... But that was the first time you I sucked figured, a dick? Yeah. What did you done? What did you have done before that? I got like fingered. Yeah, that's a natural. I got fingered right? in like it, at Clueless. We went to see Clueless in the movie <laughs> oh, yeah. theater. I got fingered. Nice. I mean, Paul Rudd is so cute too. What happens when you see Clueless? I remember. I just finger. Myself. I remember fingering a girl in the movie theater, 
to uh, Robin Hood with Kevin Costner. Oh my oh, God, Jesus. I was just watching that. Yeah, yeah it was horrible. It's so horrible. Yeah. Like it was horrible then, but it's so much worse now. With Christian Slater and oh God, <laughs> they're yeah. wearing those Henleys. Wearing terrible, those Henleys. terrible, terrible. Uh, what are they even thinking? So, God damn it. But yeah, I used to do some. I mean, I wasn't really having sex that much, but when I did, I would like make sure I would never see that person again. I would seriously like got some gay dude. Why, energy. why was that? I mean, was it did it make it hotter, or was you worried about the repercussions uh, back at home? No, 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 no. I just, you know, I'm like. I just like hit it and quit it. I guess. Like I don't. But know. Then you maybe did you have something about becoming attached to them emotionally? So for you, this was just fun and it was done. And no, I don't. I feel like I'm not very good at being attached to men emotionally. It's better if they're just not around. Friends with benefits. I don't know. I t- sometimes I get like a stable. I'm working on a new stable. Now. Nice. It's kind of a little bit harder. We're making a call. Who are we going to call? Don't you worry. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters? Ah! Jinx. What did you do to Ghostbusters when you saw it? Hello. Hello. Listen. Hi. You're on the Porn Director Podcast, Dana Vespoli. Oh, gosh. Hi. That's shocking. Hi, it's me, Dana Diamond. Hi. Remember me from the movies oh, we did? Oh, give me, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> we were just talking. I, I remember you from many situation we were just talking about the scene we did outdoors on the patio and you guys went to the the bathroom and got down and um i remember you telling me this week that you had shot dana probably more than anybody so as she's on the show i wanted to bring you on and discuss the finer points of what makes her what as i quoted in the beginning of the show one of the greatest performers of all time describe it to me slowly Also, if you're eating something, describe what it tastes like and the texture of it. I love that. Mmm. Mmm. Snickers. Peanut butter Snickers. Anyway. <laughs> so could you could really tell us the reasons why you, when you're when you're looking to bring your movies to the highest levels you choose Dana Diarmond? Why is that? Um, because she, I've never seen her put in, turn in a bad performance and she can do anything and she's amazing. I mean, I I don't, I don't know what else to say except that I just, I could, she could go head to head with any male or female in the industry and just, and dominate. There's so much and you don't even know it. See that? Thank you. I just went off for the last 10 minutes about how great she was and what makes her awesome and I, the little finite details. It's not about doing a fucking circus act that's going to win you awards. It's about being as professional from the beginning to the end of your shoot. And she absolutely crushes it. And you're, you know, Dana, um, I I know that um, I've told you this a million times, just that you're amazing, but also you're you're classy. You know what I mean? I mean, you can be really intense and dirty, but it sounds so much better when you say it than when I say it. (laughs) Because when I say it over and over, people are like, what's her problem? And I know that they think you're stuck up. It's yeah. I'll just follow you around and tell people. Oh my God. Thank you. She's, um, yeah, you're, 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 you're royalty. I mean, you walk into a room and, you know, it's, I, I would never be embarrassed to take you anywhere, but I know that if the situation calls for it, like, you're in it. You're, you're dirty and intense, but you can also be incredibly refined and you're intelligent and thoughtful and incredibly articulate. It's a goddamn and you're love not, connection. You're not. 
You're not gross and scary and tragic. <laughs> what, what out of all the times you've hired her, what 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 performance did you like the most out of all the times that you've hired her? I think the I mean well I mean anything I from this the, last the time last, shooting you. I, feel, I always feel like the last thing I did was the best thing I did. Well, it's the last thing you did was amazing. I mean, you and Lola Fox in in my hallway um, was was incredible. But I mean, I can point to other things. I love working with you too, like the the. That crazy scene with Ramon in, um, you know, the orgy thing was amazing. Yeah, Borders I mean, of Desire. So fun. I fisted your butt. Yeah, I mean, secretly. Just, <laughs> you, secretly. You, you totally did it. I remember. I was bummed that it wasn't your big hand. It was your. I was just hoping it was your bigger. hand. We've got to get your bigger hand. Got. I, I just. I'm. You know. I've got these goals. Yeah. And that big hand of you. Because I have a big hand and a small hand. If you're listening to the porn director podcast right now, <laughs> I have a small hand. That I broke when I was in the seventh grade, and I have a big hand, which is normal. <laughs> wow, okay. it's like a Kearney hand. I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, one my my right hand collapses more because I broke my pinky finger on this one. So that's the one you want to go for. Or you want to go for the other. This is one? like the warm up hand. Ah. But next time, Dana Vespoli gets fisted by me, and she's gonna get old lefty. Shit. I'm, I'm what? What? Exactly. Nice. Old lefty, the bruiser. <laughs> Yeah. I get the bruiser. Yeah, but she's your go-to. Because you know, you're like, oh, it's a small hand. I'm like, what? You know what? You know like, what I Look. like? The thing that I like the most about working for Dana Vespoli is that she writes these crazy scripts just for me, and they're really over the top and they're really bitchy, <laughs> really, really bitchy. What does that say about you, dear mom? Because I'm a, I'm a. I, that's the way I am, I guess. She's, I don't she's know. Snark, she's snarkastic. You're snarkastic. I'm smart enough to play bitchy. But we talked about this, Fistbully. And I'm and also I. not, like, too pretty. You know what I mean? Oh, bite your I tongue. feel like when girls are, like, too pretty. Great ass! <laughs> we, we've talked about this, Fistbully, that she, if you want bitchy or, like, uh, as she did in Twisted Fate, if you want that over-the-top bad girl, there's nobody better. Period. But she does. But there's nobody better. I would like to do something and have you completely go against type because I think you could do that. Here, too. here it is, Freaky Friday. It's a, it's like a movie <laughs> that's the premise of Freaky it's a Friday. Spoof. Yeah, the Freaky Friday spoof. And I'm like the mom, and I have like an innocent 18 year old daughter, and we swap, and it's like uh. somebody who's really super, like a Jenna J. Ross type of thing, because she would have it in her to like go full bitch. Because I know she's right. got, like, the acting ability to do it. And then I would be like, oh, God, I don't know. Like, I'd be like the, I have to figure out how to reverse the spell. I have to do something that I guess only my mom would do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know. Okay. <laughs> and be just really innocent and naive there was about one it. one time, there was one time, with, like, two times when you didn't play a bitch, you played just something, somebody really awkward and weird, remember? With that, in that scene with Celeste Star, when you played the, um... The hardcore, like, po- like politically correct feminist. Yeah, and I was like a nerd, a Awkward. weird, uh, yeah, goth nerd kind of. It was a tripping, yeah. the tripping movie. <laughs> That's right. It <laughs> Where was. I was like, look, you're not a lesbian. You're not in the lesbian club in our college. Like, how would you even know? <laughs> look, you are and not then registered. And the weird chick. You played the 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 one that was in a le- that decided that you were a lesbian. That was the one with Sin, Sin Sage. Sage. 
you're good at playing now. I prefer to uh, play. Well, the... you're like a Parker Posey. You're like the Parker Posey. That's form. that's that, that's what I was gonna say. It's like okay if I play a bitch because I don't. I'm not like a um, uh, like if Tory Black or Jesse Jane or like one of those like kind of like top model type of girls play bitch. People are like ooh yeah. But if you're a character actress and you play bitch. And you can ham it up and you're like you're winking with the audience and you're doing, you know, all these kind of funny, uh, you know, move- movements and you're you've developed a, some sort of a, a, a nuanced character. Then right. it's good. And people aren't like, oh, like, what is she? You know, it's awkward when people are uncomfortable with the idea of playing a bitch. When women go wrong, men go right after them. That's right. <laughs> Cool. Well, we wanted, we wanted to get your opinion, Dana Vespoli, on Dana Dearmond, because we've been pumping her up for the last 10 minutes or so. Dana Vespoli, I have a question for you. Yeah. How yeah. good does Dana Dearmond taste? That's a weird question. She's like a times I've hired her. She must taste pretty fucking good. Very, very fleshy. Very fleshy. I mean, I don't know. She. How do you? I mean, she looks like she would taste like like ginger snap cookies. Oh, yeah. ginger snap cookies. Or like a like a wet penny. <laughs> kind of tangy. Kind of tangy. Depends. A wet penny. Depends. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog too. <laughs> wow. So there you go. She's a mix between. Ginger snaps. Ginger snap cookies and a wet, wet penny. penny. And a wet penny. That's fantastic. So that little metallic Sweet, little sting. Tang, a little tang. Sweet. Poon tang. That's why they call it that, I think. So, uh, Dana, run some titles by us on where they can see Dana D'Armond in your movies. What, what have you hired her for? Uh, she is going to be in My Evil Stepmom Sucked My Ass, which comes out in December. And evil she stepmom. is in... Uh, Hollywood Babylon, Borders of Desire, Lesbian Extreme, uh, Lesbian Anal POV 2. Oh, that's These my favorite. The evil titles. And then in A Ton of Sweethearts. Sweetheart. That, I mean, um, the shit. Prison Lesbians. The last Anal English movie. And she's prison so, Lesbian. Prison yeah. Lesbians is yeah. real good with Sarah Love. My co-star also. Oh, that's a big. Dude, big, big, we're yeah, big fans of Sarah Love. She throws the fuck out. I like me some <laughs> Sarah Love. She's so small. She's like she's a girl, a, only smaller. She's a spinner. She's a spinner. Sweet. Cool. Well, thank you so much for giving us Hi, some insight. I'm oh, Jesus. Love. Here we go. And when I'm not making deposits into your cool. bank, I'm listening to Porn Director Podcast por, por, <laughs> on podcast.com. There she was, Sarah Love. <laughs> Brilliant. So, All right. Well, thank you very much, Dana Vespoli, for giving us strong reader, that's some Sarah insight. Love. <laughs> not a strong reader. <laughs> <sighs> We love you, Dana. Dana Vespoli, you're awesome. Thank you for um, always I, being such a big fan of mine. You. Thank you. <laughs> I adore you. Sweet. You're always an I inspiration to me in life and in the movies. Wow. Likewise. Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. I know where you live. Well, I'll see <laughs> you soon. Okay. Cool. Cool. Goodbye. Thank you, Dana Vespoli. Thank you, guys. Talk to Bye. you. Bye. See you. Yeah, we, you know, I converse with her quite frequently. No way. And uh, we were talking about that, and we were talking. I said, she said, who's on the show? And I said, Dana Dearmont. She goes, oh, my God. You know, and just went off about how strong you were in so many aspects. And I go, well, I have these other aspects I think she's strong in as well. So I just wanted to get her on to 
you know, talk about what she had done with you because she, yeah. you're like her go-to. Yeah, I guess I am. Which huh? is cool. Yeah. I'm a lot of people's go-to. Well, that's good. It's really great, but how, how much I have feel like I have such a good personal relationship with Dana Vespoli because, like, I'll shoot and then I'll just sit and hang out and like talk about <laughs> life. Let's like talk about this. I Do you remember the other day life. when we were shooting together? Had <laughs> that dog incident. Remember that, remember that dog incident? I totally forgot about that, but it just the dog? because we were sitting around talking after that shoot as well. Remember that you tried to say hi to that dog and it. <laughs> anyway, moving it on. It punched me in the face. <laughs> the dog, dog punched me in my dog face. Was it a boxer? No. It was a little miniature pit bull. Yeah. Some I don't know what it's called. It was funny that we were done shooting. We were hanging out after talking, and then this dog. She's like, "Oh, look at the behind!" And he punched her in the face. It was. Did she get a black eye from that? No, I thought it broke my nose. Broke your nose, honestly, right, yeah. because I was like sitting on a bar stool and I looked down and I was like, "Oh, what a cute dog!" And it, it was really stubby legs and it like it was like Michael Jordan. It was a ju- it was a jumper, and he jumped straight up and his whole head punched me in my nose. That was yeah, awesome. headbutted you. Yeah, headbutted me. My lord! But that was pretty funny. Country busted out. Oh, but sure. that was a good. That was a good. Uh, scene. That was another great mother scene lovers. Too. Yeah, with Mick Blue. <sighs> Solid dude. I can just. I feel like I just can do good work with anyone, pretty you much. You can. We have... All right, guys. I'm Mick Blue, and if I'm not working with the hottest ladies in porn, I'm here with the guys at porndirectorpodcast.com. He sounds like the fish from American Dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kla- Kla- Klaus. 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 So we have a I segment sound- on our show called Porn Island. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So if there was an Just island. Just me alone. If, Thank no. you. Oh, for real? <laughs> we've never had that answer for Meow, 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 meow. No, we've never had that answer for So there's an island. I'm going to go with you to shoot some stuff. But when I leave, you're going to pick four women mm-hmm. that you would bring on the island for the rest of your life. And that's it. You're only going to shoot scenes with these four women. Should we do five, con or four? Four. Four is good. Who would you bring on the island? <sighs> Dead or alive? What is it? <laughs> Dead or alive in their prime? Historical? No, any uh, any industry girl in her prime, anytime. I mean, you can go all the way back to like you know. I would take Jana uh, Vespoli and Kimberly Kane. Oh, nice. Uh, I would say April Flores, even though I've never worked with her. I've I have a great deal of respect. New trim is always good to have around. (laughs) Yeah, and she and a lot of you know the variety too, because Kim K is sort of like a Kim K is awesome. She's like a white girl, and then Dana Vespoli's got you know she's got the tattoos, and she's some kind of Asian. I always forget. (laughs) Ty. Kimberly Kane was actually in that public sex thing too. Yeah, and uh, April Flores is the premier BBW performer of all time. She's a, mm. and also like just a fucking wonderful person, an artist, truly. You got one more. I guess I'll take a blonde. <laughs> Any blonde, they all look the same, right? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a chauvinist. Just what a any pig. blonde. Con, who would you pick to go on our island for a blonde? Blonde. I don't really pay too much attention to blondes, but I would say not, I got one. I mean, who's your favorite blonde, Sal? Monica Albright. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Annika, Annika, do you go? I like her, but I don't know if I could be around her all the time. She's so chipper. <laughs> okay, all right. Wait, let's find one. Aiden Star. Aiden Star. Aiden Star it is. Yeah. Sweet. 
So I love her. She's one of my best that's friends. A, that's a pretty good island. If I'm going to get four. So, that's a good group of big personalities. So as you're leaving this island. We would get off the island in like All of a sudden you're, you're boating. You're boating. That doesn't even make sense to worry about what I'm talking about. You're rafting away. You're rafting away and you see an island. You go, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. What four guys you ever worked with in the business would you take on that island for the rest of your life? Who could you deal with? Who could deal with Dana Dearmond? Dean. James Dean. Okay. Of course. Tommy Pistol. Tommy Pistol. Awesome. Obviously. That guy rules. Uh, I can see you driving pretty well with Tommy Pistol. Uh, we started all at the same time. Yeah. So it's like my A squad. Two more. John Strong. John best, Strong. Best anchor in the business. Saw him today at Vitamin Shop. I love him. <laughs> Who else do I love? Mr. Pete. Mr. Pete it is. It's the A squad from 2004. It's like the Jesus Christ. How it's many like times the 1993 I, Bulls. How many times did I hire <laughs> all of them? Well, Tommy Pistol and I had a great run like 2 years ago he's or a year the, ago. He's, he's great. Uh, an amazing human being. He won his award for best actor. That'll be me someday. Went and hung out and then drove back to shoot a scene the next morning for me. As he's like doing some orgy or something in Vegas. I can't remember. He got robbed so badly. And I had, I actually had Steven St. Croix on my Death Squad podcast, Triple X Squad. And live on my podcast, I said, you know, you you completely robbed Tommy Pistol of the Best Actor Award. I really feel like you playing an older man that's having a love affair with a younger girl isn't much of a stretch for you. And how long is how many? And he has got he kind won? of pissed off at me, how and many, I was like, "Deal with it, bro." How many award? <laughs> how many times has he won Best Actor? St. Croix, Ta- right? tons of times. Yeah, that's what I thought. You know, and he's he's a brilliant performer, and you know, but Tommy really in Pee Wee, I felt like was. You know, it's not the fucking Oscars. We're not doing my fucking left foot. You know, it's like, give the boy a fucking Lewis. Yeah, you know, I know what I like. I know what I like. A little DDL. (laughs) I'll bet my butthole. So that's a good island, though. My left foot. My left foot. My right hand. My small hand. That's why you relate. Um, Yeah. uh, I I think Stephen St. Croix is an amazing uh, performer and a gentleman and a scholar or you know, or a really great actor on and off camera. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but I, I was like, Tommy Pistol should have won Best Actor. Fuck you. And he was all, hey. I'm like, deal with that. So I I think that's why people like me, too, because I'll tell them, like, whatever I think, even though it's, yeah, it's completely the, rude. The East Coast really in you is coming out. See, I mentioned this before. So I might have, like, a, I might be on the spectrum somewhere. I really just <laughs> do say, like... <laughs> That's fine. I the, think every, Asperger's. Everybody should have one. Every industry should Shut have up, one. Dummy. Tourette syndrome. And that's Shut up. So mm. after this whole yeah. this whole kink thing, forced kink thing, um, kink? when did you come to, because were they always in San Fran? They were in San Francisco, yeah. They flew me up there. And uh, well, I started doing, well, I, I was hanging out with uh, Joanna, Dean, and kind of dabbling and doing fetish stuff and i was also doing a lot of uh heavy heavy rubber and latex stuff with gwen media at the time out in the valley and i would work for like fetish nation all the littler bondage websites because they were all really all doing very well in that time in the early 2000s and then um i met ian mckay oh shit he was uh cute uh doing uh qc at vca before he did his Vivid thing? 
Yeah, he because um, VCA put out New Wave Hookers, which was the first like DVD movie that I did. I played Tracy Lords, and uh, we had Greg Tommy Dark played, on our show. Tommy who... played Greg Dark. We met at a car wash, and I blew him at the car wash. You know, and it's all very like God. I got stylized. VCA made this. VCA, yeah. I would love it's to find a ama- copy. Of Riley that. Mason's in it. Do you remember Riley Mason? She was like it girl. She had little bumblebees tattooed yeah, on her shoulder. Her. She had like this little like big like Blythe doll type of big head, big eyes thing going on, and like natural like meringue type of boobs. And uh, what a great what a great um, meringue boobs meringue boobs yeah. That's a, that's my new term. Don't steal it. TM I'd like trademark. To see a copy of that movie. Meringue boobs. Mer- new wave hookers. Yeah, meringue boobs. Look at those things. Those are meringueish. Khan has pulled those up on his computer. Yeah. Tracy Lord's house. Wow, Gra- I'd like to give Greg Dark a copy of that movie because he's actually, guy. Tommy's actually playing Greg. Yeah. That's great. It's kind of, I mean, it's not my best work ever. Um, it was all like a little bit weird, but the story and the art of it is really good. Yeah, that was so the whole I, appeal of New the, Wave Hookers. The all, yeah, and then also the scandal. The, the, right. It explains the scandal. It kind of is a re-envisioning of new, new Wave Hookers because it already had to be recut to cut Tracy out and put Ginger in. Yeah, and put her on the box. And yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy. Yes, a couple, they had a run of the boxes went out with Tracy Lords on the cover, and then they had to be, man, imagine if you're a collector and you got that. Well, have fun going I talked to, to Greg a lot, like two or three times a week, and uh, you know, he's really doesn't want to talk about those times obviously it's fucked up but uh you know sometimes he'll come up with a story and i'm like man that's so like cool that was like fucking what a great time to be in the industry on i mean you go to a theater to see your movies like fuck. yeah well, we saw the new behind the green door at the mitchell brothers o'farrell theater yeah. up in the tenderloin in san francisco and that was kind of interesting now behind the green door was great marilyn chambers but i'm a little bit more on the insati- insatiable that was her best movie. Wow. Mm. Wow. Taking it back. Remember the pool table scene? I, I oh, pulled yeah, it up. that's yeah. right. So when do you time. get into... So you're doing all the bondage stuff. When yeah. do you get into a rhythm of, like, meeting Spiegler and... Be- well, I was doing, you know, the alt porn. There was a, a movement. Did you ever do spew? S-P-E-W-W-W-W-W-W-W.com? No. Nah, I think that might have been before your time. But no. they were all fetish. They were kind of like Suicide Girls before Suicide Girls were around. No, I did like um, Gothic Sluts and Blue Blood and just all sorts of... I did like kind of the fringe. Um, I don't know why. It was just like... Uh, How were you finding this work? Did you have an agent? No, no. I just... I knew people and they knew me from MySpace, basically. And people contact me all the time. From MySpace, uh, Ken Dark did. That's right. Um, That's who told me about you. Yeah, a bunch of people. And I was like, okay, I'll shoot for this company. But I, w- I was never like, I'm going to... Or I knew Van Styles as well because uh, Joanna was dating him for a second before she was with James. Which nobody remembers that, I think. But now <laughs> nice. Van Styles is like a t-shirt mogul, which I think is really awesome. And yeah, I knew of him back when he did his yeah. stuff for Video Team. Yeah. He did the skateboard stuff. Yeah, there's like a whole long history of like these people trying to get into some like different sort of art porn or whatever. It was like it was like a very mixed genre of like just straight gonzo, like the Jules Jordan POV. Mm -hmm. And then like this like highly stylized, like high concept (laughs) art core, (laughs) your Michael Nin stuff. Loved it. Um, Here's what's funny. Like. 
when I first Blake, when I first started, I loved sixty millimeter. Like shooting for Andrew Blake is probably like the biggest nightmare ever. Really, it's the worst. It's one of my biggest inspirations when I started. Oh yeah, me too. I was you want to shoot fan. for Andrew Blake? No, he shoots his own stuff, but I I love no, what it looks like. There's, it's beautiful. There's a scene. Did you shoot for Andrew Blake? I did. Yeah. Fuck. Why was it so bad? Because he shoots on film, and he's old, and he's grumpy, and it's just like, yeah. If you were around supermodels all the time, and you know, I feel like you don't even realize when you're speaking to somebody like they're a dumbass or you know what i mean if if people are just like angry because of piracy and things like that and they're yeah. just like they're like ah, i still gotta make this because i'm the best and you're like oh okay i have nothing to do with what's going on here you're just angry and i happen to be here wow and you know and some people make like uh john leslie made me feel the same way too and now he's dead think about it sal I never did. Yeah, I'm you. looking at you. <laughs> I didn't do anything bad to you. I just threatened I, him. What's funny is I liked Andrew Andrew Blake when I very first, before I kind of got in the biz, like 98-ish, 99. And I then became I, like completely, completely obsessed with Justine Jolie because oh, nice. of... So she looks like Brie Daniels, doesn't she? If you put... I know I said kind this. Of. Because they were both Blake girls at right. one time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Justine is it for me, man. She's an angel. That smokes weed all the time. <laughs> but then I like the extreme associate stuff. How weird am I? So then yeah. to put the two together was my envision of hardcore. was like, oh, dude, it's kind of Blakey-ish with. Right. So there, were, there was definitely, there was a bit of a divide. But then things started getting out of control with the alt movement. And there might have been some drug taking involved that made certain people think they were, oh. you know, kind of reaching an echelon that was not real. Okay. Because of the hallucinations and delusions you know um so basically that kind of uh ran its course i had to like divide myself from working with vivid and vivid all and doing art artsy alt porn Mm -hmm. um basically because i had a fire and when i was signing for vivid and getting in giant fights with ian because i was supposed to sign for anabolic the same year and he got me fired from Anabolic. Uh. And then my house burned down. And then we went back to L.A. and my house would burn, was burned down. And I was mad at him because he got me fired. Damn. And he was like, you're on my side or you're done type of a thing. Do you, and do I'm you, still here like a fucking cockroach. Love it. Do you see people that are doing stuff in today that's artsy and stuff like that? Do you think they're inspired by that? back in the day stuff or because a lot of them are like we're doing this and it's artsy and it's beautiful it's like th- that shit was oh no three you know like do you think they're inspired by the old days or they're just trying I to come up with their own honestly i think that people you have to be a little bit of a you know you're relying on your own ego a little bit if you're gonna like decide to make art artsy porn mm-hmm. at some point especially in the year 2014 like, uh, you know, Skin made like a gothic Lolita type of movie this year for Deviant. But they made the Dull Underground at Vivid All in 2006 oh, or 2007. Okay. And but if you compare the movies like the I'm going to bet you the Deviant movie is like a one and done, like oh, okay. a one day wonder type of thing. The Dull Underground is made by somebody who has a master's degree from uh, CalArts. And so the difference of the, you know, art is stupid, <laughs> right. I guess. Um, but if that's what you want to do with your time, be my guest. 
but I, I feel like the stuff that was done before was better just because of the quality of what well, you more could money. make because there was more, more money. more money back then. Fuck. I, I tell the because story my, all the time. Because my budgets were like $28,000 mm-hmm. for my Vivid movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just same, said it, same. and I don't care. No, no. I, I came in at uh, five over one time, 5000 over budget. Yeah. And Chris and Anabolic's like, okay. And I was yeah. like, fuck. I thought there'd be this big spiel. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody cared. So, yeah, 29s were normal back then. 25s-ish. Yeah. Yeah. But now oh. it's like you have to make an entire movie for eight grand. And you want people to do anal. You know, it's Yes, of, we it's do. like not even... Why are you looking at me that way? Because you said anal. I'm not food. <laughs> Stop mm-hmm. looking at me like I'm food. So how do you meet the Speaks? <laughs> Tell us. I met Spiegler like way ahead of time before I got with him. Um, he tried to talk me out of doing porn. I had already like been in contact with Kink and actually speak, uh, talking to Rob Rotten on, remember that guy? on on MySpace back in the day. And I was like, if you did porn, because he was like in the all, you know, he was all, him and Rachel Rotten were doing their own productions. And Jesus. there was like Otto and Audrey and, you Jesus. know, got like these like fucking weird power couples and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, like the, the certain kind of web presence that I was like interesting, like I'll keep an eye on ABCD people, you know, because I wasn't really interested in like your like Jenna Jameson, Tara Pat, you know, yeah. I wasn't like looking for like some kind of a false uh idol which is cool which is commendable thing. because con and i've heard it a million times girls come here and they're like i'm gonna be the next jenna and you're like why because my life's already falling apart <laughs> anyway so i might as well do it all the way at the top but you looked at it a, a totally different way yeah but i'm a, you know a more real realistic person too and i also understand in life there are no guarantees and so to have like this fucking idea that you're gonna be super fucking famous for no reason is kind of crazy especially if you don't know about like jay gardena and jenna jameson and you know what i mean like in the story of how jenna jameson basically became jenna jameson because of the guy she was married to right yeah and the ins and outs with her company and things like that and the shit that with tara vision and tara and evan seinfeld right and if you if you like if you don't even have an inkling of that is what is going on at that point, I guess you can Google the stuff if you're listening to it, nice. <laughs> to me no, and don't know great, what it is. These are great stories that not too many people. It's just like know people about. don't realize. They go, "Oh well, so this girl." Like I feel like really people think like some girl's gonna get off at a bus stop in the valley in Chatsworth, and then someone's gonna be like, "You, you're gonna be a star," and then like she's a self-made woman and she writes a book and da 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 da. It's it's so much more fucking crazy drama that goes on that it's like Jenna Jameson's married to like four different dudes I know. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, they don't know that. Do you know one person that told me this, and I had to apologize. I told the story before. Uh, Tegan Presley. I, I picked right. her up at a train station for her first scene ever. Then her first A was for Anabolic. She goes, I'm going to be huge one day. And I, 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 12 years in, I, I hear this all the time. Right. So I'm like, whatever. Here's another one. Then I'm driving to Vegas for the show, and I see a billboard with Tegan. I'm like, damn. You know, like yeah. a billboard, whatever. But she kind of stuck it out and she got a nice billboard and I was like wow you know you said you're going to make something out of this and you you kind of did that's awesome yeah. but there's also been ones where you hear this and then it's just they're not focused but I mean what? what's making it you know true living like if she wants to live in Vegas and have a family and things like that and have it all and be famous sure she has she made it right yeah, yeah. I mean she didn't you know do a lot of other things that she could have done, in my opinion. Right. 
But I feel like she did a really she w- she had a good road. I think her path was pretty good. It suited her. What do you? And she's very nice to me. She's every cool as hell. She says so. fuck balls when she sees me because I only see her once a year. She's yeah, fuck balls. I like her. Um, what do you consider? Oops, sorry about that. What do you consider uh, personally or like in general for success in the industry? Because there's so many variables of things of people coming at you, family members or friends or, oh, my God. What would you consider a nice, successful run in the industry if you could pinpoint? You can use your personal self as an example. Or have you achieved everything you wanted to so far or you have more to do? No, I got to do some more stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I, I feel like people, there's a lot of people that have really low standards and they're like, they just want to like get famous enough so they can make two grand an hour uh, outside of outside of uh, the set life. Right, you right, know? right, right. And that might be great for them. Um, some people are like, okay, I'm done with porn. I'm going to leave it all behind. I'm going to marry some guy and move out. Huh. You're a real hooker. And I'm going to slap you in public. <laughs> yeah, that's We've had girls come on here, Con, you know, like, and this is talk about this a lot remember we've had some guests they're like i don't even like sex so that's weird they've come into they're, are you doing? They're, my, they're, my chair's broken sorry they're coming in for the wrong reasons i think like if and we've also had girls on that say hey you know i found my sexuality through the I- industry mm-hmm. i would have never have done anal or i would never have done gang bangs bless their hearts but, well i mean it's kind of hard to orchestrate a gang bang in real life shit. i mean i never went to college maybe i'm wrong mm. Mm. See? Craigslist. What? Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. But what? What do you feel like? Have you have more work you you want to do? Uh, definitely. I think I'm gonna do some guidance counseling. I'm gonna take some like counseling training, so I can tell people to shut up and be like, look at that diploma on the wall. But I'm like officially for, allowed to tell you to shut your fucking mouth. As a professional. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. For, at, at, for industry or for. For, for industry. Um, That's great. I'm working a lot with APAC, which is the Adult Performer Advocacy Committee. And I was a team leader for our AIDS walk team where we raised uh, $24,000 for AIDS Project Los Angeles. And they love us there. The APLA people in AIDS Walk, um, they think that we're all really fucking cute and awesome. And Janice Griffith raised $5,000 from an AIDS Walk team. And all I knew before was that she got thrown off a roof and broke her foot. And I was like, well, this girl must be some kind of a fucking weird dummy. And then I, I kind of met her briefly a couple times. And then... She signed up for my AIDS walk team and she raised $5,000 <laughs> in like three weeks. And I was like, what the fuck? Nice. That's awesome. And so, on the show. so are you trying to. I'm very impressed with Janice Griffith. <laughs> for, for lack of better terms, are She's you trying thing. to kind of get the, the, the performers unionized? No, 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 no. Not the U word. Not the U word. No, no. Organized. It's a trade organization that advocates for porn performers Mm -hmm. like the free speech coalition will advocate for production companies or la tata is a group for the agents but they make a lot of decisions about (laughs) our dicks and pussies that we don't get any input on and so we try to do some work and 
the, it's the most transparent of the of any trade organization that mm. we're just very like, look, we don't want to step on anyone's toes. We just want to get this information made available to these children, really. What kind of information are you trying to get to them? Well, there's been a lot of uh, mishaps, I'm going to say. Well, yeah, we'll call it a mishap with the uh, production holds and the moratoriums and people that are maybe semi-involved in the porn industry who have come upon a contraction of a certain virus Mm -hmm. that they maybe did not have information about how to not get that one, the HIV. Make a hell of a lawyer. Yes. Uh, That is probably not even the third time I've heard that. So... So where can when, when where we can people find out about this group? Do you have a website? APAC-USA.com is the uh, APAC website. Mm-hmm. It's for porn performers. So if you wanted, to, if there was a porn performer, they could sign up, and it kind of goes through a uh, what is it like confirms that you're that you're actually in the industry in the industry. So it's like not just for anybody, but there's also a video called the new it's the new porn 101 video it's on YouTube mm-hmm. that we kind of got together and made when we used to have uh, adult industry medical aim healthcare before it was sued into non-existence by the AHF AIDS Healthcare Foundation. We had to watch a welcome video and we had I to get a that. speech. That thing? And Sharon would Mitchell say, and, and, and Sharon um, and Nina. Lena Har- Nina Hartley. And yeah. you would have to sit down and watch the video and you would get this information crammed into your dumb little skull about like what you need to do to prepare for work and what your rights are and things like that. And in the last, uh, you know, five years or so, how long has it been? Four years, four or five years. Yeah, sure. since, AIM. since AIM folded, no one's had any place to go. And so now I'm the fucking evil stepmother of the entire goddamn porn industry where I have to police Twitter and tell people to shut up wow. and stop saying shit that doesn't apply to anybody else. And they're like, just people say crazy shit. Like what? Um, like, who did this? I'm going to kick their ass. Uh, like yeah, you're gonna yeah, kick yeah. somebody's ass because you they got HIV on purpose to annoy you. Yeah, to ruin like, to ruin your purse shopping. Yeah, like fucking go to Dubai, get somebody to buy you a purse there. Like yeah, I hear that. You know, like I get whatever. texts all the time. Like what's what's going on? I'm just hearing people freaking out. And then you well, have to the other thing is just people just don't know basic law, HIPAA law. Like they're like who whoever I, the last moratorium. Well, I understand that it's embarrassing, but whoever did this should step forward and do the right thing. Like, oh, release their medical information, even <laughs> though they're like they're under no fucking obligation to anybody. You just like because you think like because it's the right thing. To, like, you're not the authority on the right thing to do. You you like sling your wiener around for four hundred dollars a day. Like, go fuck yourself, kid. Right. right. So I, a lot of people say a lot of really dumb shit. And so now I have to, like, DM them and say, like, hey, could you erase that dumb shit that you should? Because you can't say dumb shit like that because it makes us all because I I represent them as and they represent me. Yeah. And, you know, I have to be like the good leading example when I I think she's a great spokesperson or whatever because you you speak your mind. And sometimes I think in these situations, people are scared to. But you don't give a shit. I don't give a shit because I got money in the bank. (laughs) 
right? But it's awesome. I think of all the people in this industry, you should you should be the one because you do speak Thank your you. mind. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. that's why, I mean, it's really important. So what made you to kind of take the reins to that? to that i mean were you just like all right enough well i got i got uh, i got forced i got nominated by the board of apac to ah. be the to be the uh well, that's aids walk team leader but kind of it was like dana should do it because people are scared of dana and they'll listen to her <laughs> and then in comes and janice worked. fall off a pool and break your neck <laughs> she did griffith she's racking in five g's no she has a very i feel like she has like a really specific kind of audience because well, of that she's got though. A really great ass. No oh, Jesus Christ. No, I don't think that's it. I think no, it's, I think, I think it's like the TMZ troll element there or something or like the oh, rescuer. That's that generation. It's the white knight type of like, oh I feel bad for her. She she got a lot of those maybe. Mm. And she's real young. I used to have a bunch of people when I was younger that were like, oh, I want to just take you away from all this and now they're like uh oh. could be all that weed. Oh maybe. That she tweets about every day. <laughs> yeah. That's why I write. I'm like, I don't have any uh, socks with weed leaves on them. Am I still allowed to be Just a Just saw star? them the other day. Jesse oh. Jones came to set with those the other day. Oh, I don't like dubstep. Am I still allowed to be a porn star? <laughs> I know. Drugs are bad because if you do drugs, you're a hippie. And hippies suck. Yep, that's true. But she did good, huh? So She did really well. I had a really great team. Who else was on your team? Uh, Chanel Preston, Veruca James. Nice. Ryan oh. Driller. Dude, Veruca James, yeah. I was She's shooting so with uh, Darko the other day. Man, the fucker she throws down. She was with Prince. It was like, bam. Fucking I taught amazing. her everything she knows. Amazing scene. I love her. She's cool as hell, too. I love that girl. So what do you... Um, She's been my Spiegler baby for like three <laughs> years. She's awesome. So when you get on set Mentoring and there's like them. these new girls that just know nothing, are you like, okay, <laughs> let me uh, show you how it works? Are you like... What's uh, oh, Sal, Sal, you know, that one girl made me mad. Oh, that's I was right. like, I'm going to just stay away from that one over there. Yeah, that's Why? What would you get mad about? <laughs> she was like, don't use a strap on on me because I'm girl, girl only. And I was like, I'm still a girl. You, are you are you trolling me? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, are you trolling me, bro? But then at, the, en- but at the end, you're like choking her. And she's yeah. like cradled in your arms. And you're like, yeah, it was yeah. good. I don't know. Sometimes people watch the movie. Do the math. Do the math. Yeah, it all adds up. You'll There's only three options. Choose your adventure. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I don't know. Hey, it's Katie Parker, oh, and geez. I'm not dreaming about big black cock or licking pussy. She actually retired. You can find me hanging out with Sal and Colin. What? She's back. Porn director in, podcast. Uh, Indiana. Yeah. Good. Scared her away. Uh, the black cock that she couldn't get scared her away. Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, anywho, uh, I get a lot of first timers and I get some people that are fans and I get some people that are just like uh, completely checked out. And I kind of like go around the situation and find out what the best approach, you know, it's just like if you get in a, in a ring to fight somebody, you have to like kind of size them up and, you know, figure out what the best angle is going to be. But that's being a professional. Yeah. That's that's being at the top of your game. That's Do you ever try and chase it. someone out of the business? Just be like, this ain't for yeah, you, honey. I have done what, it. What makes you try and be like, all right, this is not for you? <laughs> what does it take? Well, uh, one girl, she wore flats to a party in Vegas, and I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, go away. That was enough. It, it was like, no, it was just like a whole bunch of added up stuff. But I was like, what do you think you're like? You're bad for our brand, basically. Wow. 
I, I really put it. It's like well, a there's some like people a, like like me. I'd prefer a girl not in of, heels. No, 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 no. But if we're going out as a group of Spiegel girls and we're representing mm-hmm. our brand, it is like a very sorority type of environment, and you don't wear flip flops. Wow. Oh, she's wearing flip flops. Yeah, That's yeah, different. Like, oh. Like, oh, I thought you were talking about like what you had. Yeah. No, it was something. No, anything I wear is cute. I can do anything I want. Also, like I could wear a bag, and and people would be like, Dana, yes, like the this bag's is the working. New, yeah, yeah. This yeah. Is, well, this that's is being like a, art. This is ironic or whatever. Being like an if, A-list veteran, you get to do whatever you want. Yeah. That's so Bjork of you. You wear like a yeah, like trash swan, bag or something. Swan dress. Exactly. Flip-flops. Uh, so. meat, meat dress. Oh, you got yeah. flip-flops on. Oh. I don't know. It's just like some people, they just, they aren't representing the brand. I, mostly with Spiegler girls that I'm like, you got to like get with it or you got to get out type of thing. Nice. Are you the gatekeeper for Spiegler? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like. Oh, what I say has a little bit of weight to it, but I mean, ultimately. So if you called Spiegler up and said, hey, you know, Julie Meadows. Julie Meadows taking it back some quite a bit of years. I, I just ahead. pulled the name out of that my head. That was ass. very fucking awesome, but go ahead. <laughs> no, uh, you know, uh, Andrea Meadows isn't working out Spiegler. Here's mm-hmm. the issues. Well, he'd be like, all right, let me talk to her. No, he just watches thing, things unfold and he waits for the moment where they fuck up. It, well, now this is a beautiful thing about Spiegel. I don't know if this is. Across I say, the you board. know, I've noticed this person is fucking up for A, B, and C reasons, and he's like, ah, I know. And then we like curmudgeonly like, you know, like gossip about it, like two little hens in a hen house. And what is it with Spiegel? Three times late fired? Is that what it is? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's like less than. Uh, sometimes it's just like he gets in a mood. Nice, but that's awesome. You should be responsible for your actions. You know, like girls showing up Definitely. late all the time or. I mean, there's some girls that I'm just like, oh, okay. I don't understand why she's still here. But then eventually they slip away. They slip through the Who crack. do you see that's a Spiegel girl that's, that's I know my my personal opinion, and we'll share this, but who do you see as a Spiegel girl that, that has it's what not. it takes and is just going to take off? See, here's the thing. It's hard to take off without being a Spiegel girl. Ah. That's funny because that was going to be my next question. Um, but I, you know, I like uh, Savannah Fox okay. a lot. I like Kelly, Car- um, Kelly Carter Cruz. Carter yeah. Cruz. Yeah, she's a Spiegler girl now. Yeah, man, she just came um, on the show. Awesome. Yeah, she also like was in a sorority in college, and she's very with the program. Yeah, and, and she's like, I want to be impressive to you specifically, Dana Diarmond. And I'm like, okay, you, your instincts are pretty good. And she was my morning of cancellation for that movie, and just came in and just fucking killed yeah, she it. Was, she was really great. And then, uh, so do you think? So there's so many girls that come in here and, you know, obviously they're not Spiegler girls because Spiegler only take X amount of girls. And anal, too, most of the time, right? Yeah, and they all have to gain. But so many girls come in here and tell us, oh, we want to make it, we want to make it. Do you you think a girl can make it in this industry, like, and go big without being a Spiegler girl? Well, I mean, like, coming in new. I mean, there's so many girls that are already, like, there's, like, your Julia Ann, you know, that can kind of just do whatever she wants and she can't do anything wrong no. you know or you know julie ann lisa ann like kind of like siri mm-hmm. siri's huge yeah um who else is really big right now i don't know <laughs> yeah those three <laughs> i don't know uh there, there's always going to be like your one-off like wow this girl like it's kind of like chosen out of the universe, you yeah. know, and they only usually last a year or two and then they're gone. So what 
I've, I've known Mark for 15 years, and but I want our listeners to be more familiar with Mark Spiegler, the agent. We had him on. Great episode with um, Maddie O'Reilly. Um, oh, yeah. To, oh, the, the thing with Spiegler is he tried to, like, talk me out of the business. Right. And he showed me all these guns that he had in his closet, and I was, like, pretty sure pretty sure he was crazy and then i went out to dinner with him and tony ribas and yep. i was like oh maybe i could do porn like this guy seems like pretty handsome yeah, and Tony's smells cool. good and i don't understand anything he's saying because he's from spain and um basically i was like okay i'll think about it or whatever what is it about mark that makes these he has a great eye for the, the these thing girls was, i too. really didn't i really had my reservations about being with mark at the time because i really had it, it was like I have a mom and a dad and I don't know if I have room in my life for a third adult person to like always know what's going on with me. And so I resisted it for a couple years and Spiegler thought I was crazy too, because I ended up on insects, which is um, oh, yeah. a really super hard BDSM website. Not that was around anymore, right? Uh, no, they, they lost their billing as well. They should have. They did some fucked up shit. Um, so Spiegler's like, yeah, I saw Dana. She had her head sticking out of a box, and this guy was killing her with a Ziploc bag. And I was like, yeah, that's me. I, that's what I did. And, he, wow. you know, it was, like, really hardcore. And he was like, I, I, you know, he basically was like, oh, maybe this isn't for you or whatever, because he would say things like, oh, most girls do anal because they can stick bigger cocks in their ass on their pussy. And I was like, interesting theory. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I'll think I'll sleep on it. You right. know? But, I mean when you put things really bluntly like that to somebody who's trying to like really kind of do a risk assessment and calculate things and like realizing that it's going to be on the internet and this is like a forever situation and the steps that you take to like fucking people and then also talking to my parents about it and then trying to decide whether I wanted to do regular porn and not just like fetish and heavy Mm. rubber and bondage and things like that that you know like the step into like just having sex with people and I spoke to my dad about it and the the also the issue of not using condoms and I was like is this do you feel like this is an issue of like setting a bad example like because people do because if I market myself as like a regular girl girl next door like I'm really Dana Diarmond in real life mm-hmm. is this going to be like oh Dana Diarmond is you know, it's isn't like playing a part. She she like that's true. You know, signing off on not using condoms, and that was like the whole process of like what I was going to the things that I've considered in that like kind of the year in between like kind of going into it and then like becoming a porn star, I guess like doing regular porn. And then I got with, I finally, Spiegler was asking about me when, after I did like new wave hookers and some of the, um, uh, alt porn type of things and working with van styles and I did take it black Four, and it was, uh, my first interracial movie and I just got paid a regular amount of money. I didn't get paid extra or anything. And I was on the box cover and it said starring internet sensation, Dana D'Armond, you know? And so it was pretty cool. And then I, you know, I got a lot of MySpace messages calling me N lover and stuff like that, and all sorts of offensive stuff. So you know, it, it was. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right here, baby. But here's the thing: I think, call me crazy, whatever. You'll probably give me your opinion because you're Dana Diamond. Yeah. But w- 
why the more pay? Well, aren't we all just human beings? Like, you're doing interracial. You need to get paid more. Why? That's ridiculous. Um, some people, they just say, you know, it's just like the dollars and cents of it. You know, some there's some performers that are consistent forever and have consistent reasonable rates like me. And there's the nickel and dimers that are going to work uh, seven times a year. And right. they're going to get $2,000 a scene. Right. And that's just what they want for themselves. I would rather make six-figure income every year instead of $15,000 and get fucked. Right. <laughs> you know? It's absolutely. Because well, you're still getting fucked. Just more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, you know, it's just... Oh, I agree with you. It's just like slow and steady. Well, it's the contract. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the yeah, contract, contract versus the non-contract. Yeah. Well, I was like... Steve, Steve at Vivid wanted to do contracts with me and Charlotte Stokely for Charlotte Stokely, yeah, nice. for like alt Vivid alt Vivid girls, right? And they put us through a bunch of shit where I do the Debbie does Dallas again reality show for Showtime World of Wonder did, and we had to be around Vivid girls and things like that. Right. It was very trying. <laughs> but here's the it's thing. very trying time. But doing reality TV is really really sucky. But then the offer was like whatever. You know the offer was you know a five figure number. Sure. You know? Well, I did I helped and those I was girls like, do their taxes I do when I was at Vivid. You know. Like right. I yeah, yeah, exactly. Like this is a drastic pay cut, you know. And I and I really like the press that I got from working with Vivid. And I really love the company and they also donated to my AIDS Walk oh, nice. fundraiser for APAC. So I'm still really good friends with them and I I love them a lot. I love that Marcy just, on the show. She's it, great. It wasn't a good choice for me because I'm I'm my own brand. Correct. And I think that people don't understand that you have to be your own brand to be successful in the porn business. And some people are really good at it. But most of the people that are really good at it also have some husband at home mm-hmm. going, okay, you're going to listen to me because I'm 17 years older than you. And that I can don't do work. coding. And I can, like, we're going to, this is who you are. And I'll tweet with you. I'll tweet for you during the day when you're on set getting fucked and you bring home that check. And that's how things usually go. Weird. Sorry. I haven't, I haven't found a porn girl that would, like, take advice yet. Oh, shit. Um, what I, what I right. found, which was, we can tell this to the listeners, too, is when I was at Vivid, I would help these girls with their taxes because I don't know what to do. They liked the fact that they had a guaranteed paycheck. Like, that's why they liked the contract. Yeah. Oh, I can sit here. You'll call me. I do two movies a month. I'm totally cool with that. Maybe two to four days a month I work and I get a guaranteed check. When you get the gonzo girls or the non-contract girls that go out and they just hustle their ass off and they're working four or five times a week, pulling in a thousand at a time. It's the best. Yeah. It's that's those are the options. But I mean, have. what could you possibly doing with with all the time that you're not getting fucked if you're only getting fucked twice a. Oh, OK. I get doing that. whatever they do. Smoking drugs. Smoking well, whatever the drugs. it may be, uh, you know. But maybe they make cash monies elsewhere. That's a possibility huh. as well. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. That's a possibility as well. Because, so maybe it's know, not so bad. Maybe it's not so but bad. But now the, the contract girls are There's gone, feature dancing basically. and you can have your own website. And websites are doing pretty well. And if you got the money for that. But usually if you were like a digital playground or a vivid girl, they would get your website too. Yes, they do. In fact, what happened with Jesse? Jesse left and they, they owned her name or something. Yeah. And then she came back and has to be a new. God, she worked so long for that name. Years. Yeah. Ten more, more than a decade. Well, Dana Jaramon's trademark. So no one. That's right. Take that away from me. Try and take that. The internet's girlfriend.com. Um, 
Wow. What else do you want to know about I Dana? Fucking great topics. I have a lot of. I want to know. I see information. He's good memories. cop. I'm bad cop. So, I want to know yeah. about how uh, you got into do- doing anal and stuff. I always did it. Even from like yeah. when you were young. Yeah, like five, six. Five, what? six. No. <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying uh, to make you feel bad for trying to like be a bad cop. Well, I'm not no, feeling I'm bad. No, I'm just like some. I'm just like a power bottom. Like I'm just. Adventurous. You're straight up gay, dude. Yeah, I'm like a gay guy. So, after with all your work and stuff, I mean, how do you still find yourself like horny on the off time and stuff too? Sometimes, but I spend most of my time thinking about like furniture. Modern. That's what I like. Yeah, mid mod. Nice. I I just got a credenza. The only thing that can tear me away from modern is like some Art Deco stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could go for that. Yeah. Some triangles. You look like you could be kind of like Art Deco-y. My look is kind of mod today. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely like that mid-century type of like walnut furniture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like Scandinavian. Tape, now, this might be weird things. and you say just go to Ikea, but I was in Norway and Sweden for a while and I yeah. like the way the Scandinavians do their furniture. Yeah. The Danish make good furniture. The Danes. So do the Italians. Ooh. Hey. They do have these Italian stores, and it's like, who goes in there? That's so expensive. Pampa. It's a Pampa. Uh, cover. Ah, yes, it is a cover. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants that filigreed, gold-leafed fucking bullshit that they're selling in there. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> right. I'd never realized that till tonight. Yep, surprise. opening my eyes to new things. You Italians are all dirty. Don't you stereotype. Yeah. You ever work with Rocco? <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Okay. Going to fight with Rocco. Oh, you did? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I just brought this juice. up because he's Italian, and now we're going down this crazy road. Yeah. You did? Yeah, I got in a little bit of a fight with him. Bit of blue over it. It's so fine. You don't Rocco. Know. Rocco too strong? You don't too know. strong? Rocco, no, Rocco and Gabby, his cousin, they play good cop, bad cop all the time, and they think that I don't notice it. And I'm like, you fuckers. Did you go over there or he was over here? Both. Both. Oh, sweet. That's cool. So we, we almost got in a fight. And he was like, so you do the, he's like, okay, well, you like suck these guys' cocks and you go over here and you dominate this girl and then you get DP'd over here and this girl's here. I'm like, okay, that'll be like this amount of money. And he's like, it's one scene. And I'm like, yeah, uh, but I'm like, no, like it's, you, it's, you paper cock, you know? Right. And it's like, just because you are filming it all at the same time doesn't mean it's not a blow, a five guy blow job, blow bang. What's and your, then a DP. what's your take on to this? pay me for like a. For a DP and then like $500 for the guys. What's your take on and this? These like, guys no. that keep you on set for 28 hours and then just say, well, it's one day. You, we get you no. for your day rate. Spiegler. Shuts that shit down. Shuts that shit down. He charges overtime. Of course he does. He'll charge for a dialogue a dialogue on top of the scene rate. What's, um, so what's considered a day? Eight hours or? Uh, it's like over 12, they go to overtime. Oh, okay. Because, you know, you do, there's a fair amount of sitting around and you sit through makeup and things like that. And they have to feed you and then Spiegler will come and feed you too. And it's not like it's, I do what I can to hurry the day along. Like Sal's seen it. Yeah. You know, I'm You're like, good. I'm going to like clean, I'm going to clean, I cleaned up that house more than your fucking loser PA did, by the way. Omar Plata? Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. He didn't do anything right. And I'm going to beat him up if he comes Talk back about him. Here. Talk about him a little bit. What did he do to you? Because he is part I of the uh, 
part of the show. He's been on. He's no. actually done the boards. He a sat in times. for me when I had yeah. back surgery. Did he surgery. do everything wrong by any chance? What, what was it that turned you off about him? Tell us, please. He first, the first thing he was just like, you must be really important in this movie because you're like the main character. So you must be somebody. And so it's like, first of all, like, don't talk to me. Ah, I'm, like, this is so very cool. <laughs> Wonderful. You know, it's like you don't go to Tom Cruise on the set of Mission Impossible and be like, so uh, you have a lot of lines in the movie. You must be. Who are you? You must you be know? into Scientology. You must be somebody. Tom. You know. OK, so that was number one. Yeah. Did he hit on you? Yeah. He hit on you. Okay. He's like, do you have a boyfriend? I was like, of course I have a boyfriend. Look at me. Fuck you. <laughs> But then the other thing is, like, I'm, like, a foot taller than this guy. Okay. And, like, Let if we go. got into a fight, I could definitely beat him up. And he supposedly does. I'd put money on him. No. I'm mean. I'm way meaner. We might have to have this. We might have to have a I'm not touching director. him. He's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so he hit on you and other things. That's yeah, he was just, like, always standing around. And then he was, like, he kind of, like, he, I think he sensed that I didn't like him. Okay. And then he started, like, kind of trying to be submissive to me. Oh, God! Oh, God! Like, <laughs> oh, God! Yeah, I don't know. It's kind okay. of weird. That's your take on Omar Plata. I just don't... Yeah, I just... I've, I feel like the crew should kind of, like, not... They should be, like, a shadow or furniture, you know? Because I'm working. Right. When I'm working... I don't want to have to hear about like a boom being in a shot or like the sound not rolling or right. things like that, right. which is one of my, that's always worse on mainstream stuff. If you ever do like a mainstream thing, I have. the boom guy is always like some guy that goes to community college with somebody, you know, it's like somebody's kid, like some, somebody in the some office's producer's kid, kid yeah. and they're always doing something wrong. There's like boom shadow, like on my shirt or something like that. And I'm just like. Uh, you know, it's a hundred degrees outside. For some reason, they're making me wear wool. Like, get your fucking boom away wow. from me, or I will murder you. Like, I always watch these. I always watch these audio. Tighten your com- shit up. The, I watch audio commentaries and uh, and video commentaries behind the scenes of regular mainstream movies, and you see the director just going off on this dude. So Crazy. not not alone. Not, it's it's worse. When it's terrible. It's like a thankless job. But all you have to do is be invisible, and then. That's all anybody wants. But this guy got called out. You'll work in every the DVD single day. Extras. Like, so like he feels like an ass. Like I hope nobody finds out. And then come to find out somebody's shooting BTS and got it. <laughs> so it's like this kid. This guy's immortalized for the rest. Of, oh, look at that. No. There he is. No, we're busy. <laughs> we just talked about Omar Plata just walked into the studio. She was just talking to you. Want to tell him what you were saying? No. You can no? Um, you can just listen to this podcast. Terrible. Episode. <laughs> Terrible. Why are you here? Are you done? <laughs> You're going to hurt his poor feelings. Oh, there he goes. Be Fine. nice to him. He's young. He'll bounce back. Yeah, he's young. She wants to wrestle you. Nope. Opposite of that. Yeah, she said she didn't want to. I want you to wrestle you. yourself until you pass out. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> and there he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Omar Plata. Oh, well. <laughs> that um, was a quick. And <laughs> poor guy just texted him. I'm like, come in here now. <laughs> he probably, <laughs> you dick. He probably got all excited. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, See, that's what happens. Uh, this bad cop. He texted him to come in here. You're, you're a douche, cop. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a bad, bad person. I'm I'm bad cop, remember? You're well, you're bad for yes. being a bad cop. Isn't so, that what you said? Yeah. You're a dick. Yeah, well, I got one. No, you don't. You're dickless. Wow. You're dickless. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so what? Funny. What? Where do you see yourself going? I mean, you're, you're now you're taking this charity role, which is awesome. Yeah. 
because yeah. somebody needs to do it and you're doing it. We're, well, we're, Nina Hartley is not going to be with us forever. I love her. You know, man. and she's been sort of like the den mother type of like person you go to for advice. But she's like getting uh, Nina Hartley yeah. here. Kicking it old school with actual fabulous directors at PornDirectorPodcast.com. Her little lisp is so funny. You know, having her on here and Greg Dark on here for me was just fucking incredible. Because there's... On Splendid Table. She sounds like she could be like (laughs) on NPR in the afternoon. I'd bang Nina in a heartbeat. I've done it. Uh She's she's wonderful. But you know, she's getting kind of like... You know, people don't know her the way I do. Like, people that are coming into the industry now weren't even born when Nina started exactly. doing Exactly. They weren't even born for 10 years with when she, st- yeah. she started. She 83, I think, right? Yeah. Fuck. Something like that, right? Yeah. In the 80s. No, she's, yeah, maybe maybe early 80s. Oh, you think before 83? So like 81-ish or something? Like, I was yeah. born in 1979. Nice. I saw Boogie Nights when I was, like, in high school. And there she was. And there she was. Yeah. My wife's got you an know. asthma cock. I saw her in the original <laughs> in the original Buttman. Oh shit! So yeah, she, her butt is still really nice. Yeah. But I feel like people don't really relate to Nina. They don't see her as like the icon that she is because they just didn't grow up with, exactly. with her. You as don't, a no, reference. here's what it is. Come and on. so I'm sort of the new reference because people are like, "You're Dana from MySpace." Or because they were th- like 12 when MySpace was. But it's relevant. always been this con knows too. You know who was your major inspiration? Sasha Gray, Sasha Gray, Sasha Gray. How? And it used to be Belladonna, Belladonna, Belladonna. Right, then it turned right. into Sasha Gray, Sasha. And Gray, then before Sasha that, Gray. it was Jenna, Jenna, Jenna. Yep. Yeah. So now it's. And guess who's still here? Dana. Damn. We like you though. I, I outlasted all of them. But it's funny to see that inspiration of. Yeah that next group but it's very misguided too if you're if your inspiration is belladonna or sasha gray they've publicly and jenna have all done something publicly super embarrassing for the entire industry speaker was on that interview with belladonna, yeah or uh, with sasha with gray. sasha on yeah. tyra banks belladonna yeah. was on prime time that's right yeah well i had talked a to dateline or something Some yeah. no 60 minutes shooting 60 minutes barbara walters the way they no, cut both not of them wasn't barbara no it was uh the blonde chick i forget her name that's diane sawyer name. yes yeah. that's who it was but they both were edited in a way to make them look well i mean they also didn't really know what they were doing at the time they were first ever belladonna scene bam i was there for vivid crazy now she's retired yeah you're a fucking legend man um, well, I'm like the new Belladonna because I work for Aiden all the time. Oh. So like in every Belladonna movie is Dana D'Armond. There you go. So doing some really interesting things. He's a true documentarian. He just lets me do my magic. Well, but what's interesting, though, is like most of the girls, maybe not so much Sasha Gray, but like especially Belladonna. The one thing that always attracted me to Belladonna was like she was always having fun and like she was real about sex and like. Like I remember watching her movies, and she's like, she like looked to be like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Let's let's move it, you know. Like right. let's do something else. And it wasn't cut from the scene. I just remember like that's hot, you know. Like she's real, she's into it. She, you know, she she got like dirty and liked it and stuff. So yeah, like and she I, was when she first came in, just a bubbly energy. Like fuck, she was always laughing and having a great time. I think she was also on drugs. Hmm. That make make her laugh a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of drugs? Um, what was she taking? Weed, I guess. I don't know. I feel like she was did some crazy shit. Mm. Well, you talked to her. Maybe cocaine. Are you, are you telling me that porn girls do drugs? Yeah, everybody really? does drugs. Really? Sometimes, okay. right? Drinks coffee. I drink coffee. I just yeah. did. 
Not to drugs. I'm really good at taking drugs. I could take drugs right now and I could be just perfect tomorrow and not do drugs again for like seven years. Wow. That's just the type of person. You I don't am. have an addictive personality. I don't. I'm, ex- I'm actually very fun to be around when I take drugs too. What's the best drug to have you on? I'm, I'm good on all of them. I can mm-hmm. do any Molly. of them. Molly? Christ. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. I'll set up a fort. <laughs> nice acid. Yep. Shrooms. Set up some activities to do. <laughs> yep. Shrooms. She knows. Yeah. If we're going to do shrooms, yeah. what are we going to do? Uh, I mean, should go out in nature a little bit is ideal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know where the hot springs are. Yeah. Or yeah. like go in the desert and like look at stars yeah. and they're, shit. They're desert hot springs. Or go to like a... <laughs> they have stars there. Yeah, I know where the desert hot springs are. Which ones? In Palm Springs. Desert yeah, no. Desert Hot Springs is the no, name. No, I'm of the talking about the Deep Creek Hot Springs. Much better. Are you talking about your asshole? Oh <laughs> shit, we've revealed another. Um, but I've like I've smoked crack before, and it was like I was at a party, and there was this guy wearing a trench coat, and everybody assumed that he was like the friend oh, of another person there. Right. He's like a, just a strange guy with a trench coat on. He's well, like, st- you want to hit this? You want to smoke some crack? And I was like, sure. And I smoked crack, and then I was like. Cool, thanks for the crack. <laughs> and then it was like, I, like nothing got out of hand. I was like, oh, okay. Trench coat that's people usually like. have some problems, as can be seen in various. Yeah. So, which drug yeah. makes you actually want to like fuck? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I just fuck all the time anyway. I don't know. Wine. Acid. Oh, that's awesome. Wine, yeah. yeah. Fa- true if you, story. If you take acid and you fuck, it gets it's real weird. It's really weird. Here's a true story for you. Go ahead. This Wine ni- is the best, though. 1987 New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, 87 into 88. I come home, and this is the first time I've ever seen my mom fucking blasted drunk. <laughs> blasted drunk. And I, I like, walk in, and she's like, Icon. And I'm like, whoa. what?" The? And I'm, like, totally thrown off. And she's, like, she's like talking to me, and she goes, Con, I'm just going to tell you now. There's two types of women in this world. There's margarita women, and then there's red wine women. One or the other is going to make her horny. You got to figure out which one it is. And I just remember going like, which one are you, mom? Holy <laughs> Right? Oh, I already, yeah. yeah. Red wine. Yeah, exactly. Red I know wine. his mom really well. Are you Con's dad? No, but we had to, <laughs> we went and helped her find wine that one time, me and your brother. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Anyway, so what do you see yourself in going into more of a? Uh, I can see you doing this too, like being hmm. kind of a spokesperson for the industry for uh, up and coming. Well, people. here, the, the, here's the deal. Here's like the serious shit here. Do it. Uh, the porn business has come under some sort of scrutiny legally by uh, OSHA state legislators and uh, the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Which is sort of spearheading this weird moral. A very corrupt thing. company that I worked for in the 90s. Thank you very much. Oh, oh well, he said it, <laughs> didn't he? And uh, the good people at Age Project Los Angeles went up to Sacramento and helped us fight against AB 1576, which was the statewide version of the quote unquote condom law, right. which is kind of making people not pull permits and shoot underground. And go out of the county and out of the state and things like that. Um, so the APLA are, are really nice people. And they 
And they're kind of on our side because they understand that the AHF is looking for a problem which simply does not exist and they're not servicing the community which they have led the good people of California to believe. Because uh, they, they spend their money on billboards and bus benches and ads and fighting the porn industry and getting money because they think porn is wrong and they do things like try to stop uh, this drug that would basically suppress the... Yeah, the, a- um, the HIV suppression drug. Yeah, yeah. That you would take a pill a day and then you, if you were exposed to HIV, it, then you would not contract Well, it, it lessens well. the chance. It's yes. not 100%, but it lessens the I chance. Mean, nothing's 100%. Yeah. But it's really pretty fucking hard to contract HIV to the begin- in the beginning. Yeah. And I think that that's what a lot of people don't understand. It's like, you have to do some kind of crazy shit to get HIV. Well, there's... I'm just going to say. There's a... there's I forgot the name of this doctor, but he was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you have to understand Uncle that. Uncle Joe, I call him. Uh, Uncle Joe. Yeah. Uncle Joe. Jesus um, <laughs> That The doctor was saying, you know, like, he believes that HIV is m- obviously much easier contracted because you're partying, you know, and you're, you're stressing your body out and it makes it much more susceptible. And, he, and this doctor was like, the more healthy you are and, and, and the better you take care of your body, the less likely you are to get it if exposed. He's like, your body will naturally, uh, it's hard to get it if you have a healthy body, uh, healthy, right. if you're healthy, uh, right. which I wouldn't want to experiment with. But you Well, know. here's the thing, too. If you generally don't have the education that you need to have and you don't you know, go through the certain protocols of becoming tested, Every, you know, more than every six months. Like, we get tested every two weeks. But if you have chlamydia and gonorrhea and herpes and HPV and all these other things, it kind of just opens the window for other things. And you've got kind of like the three stooges, like, all going through the door at the same time type of thing. And then you're fucked. Um, People need more education and they need to, like, have more access to health care. Not more fucking billboards and saying pornographers say no to measure B, which is true because it's like, you know, it's like fucking bullshit high school fucking piece of shit. Like it's not helping anybody. I'll tell you about AHF. It was my first job in LA. I started working for them. I was working for the out of the closet thrift stores and they hired me because they thought I was gay. (laughs) I I shit you not. That was a lot younger than I I was a very much a fag magnet back then when they, (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you still are. Okay. You still are. I can take it. You're an otter. Well, you said you were uh, you were pretty much a power bottom gay dude. So what's up? All right. Anyway, You're not my type. But they hired me once they figured out I was straight. They tried to get me fired. Oh, like they straight up tried to get me fired. And then um, what was the name of the guy who ran it? I don't know if he still runs it. Um, Michael Weinstein. Michael Weinstein. He was hiring all these like illegal Mexicans that he was hooking up with, <laughs> like mm. and and pushing them, putting him in, uh, putting him in positions and and stuff is and like. He was pretty much just giving dudes he was hooking up with jobs. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that's any business, though. Yeah. Well, that's fine. And uh, I was actually getting, like, majorly sexually harassed. So I went to HR to complain. And they were like, what do you expect? Look where you're working. <gasps> you know? <laughs> I was just like, oh, damn. Damn. All that's right, kind of so. fucked up. Yeah. But um, pretty much everyone there was... You know, like, I remember Weinstein, some of the other people just come in and just take stuff out of the store for their house and stuff. And, um, hmm. I mean, it was just all the employees were on the take. I mean, it, it was so corrupt. It was, I mean, there's some other things that yeah. have, there was, like, 
some story that I read about somebody who was working for the HF that had modeled, had like tried to be like a mole and go and model at kink mm-hmm. and oh, try shit. to like say like the protocols are wrong and I could maybe have HIV and they're trying to book me and like all this kind of crazy shit that doesn't make sense. And they're like, we know you work at out of the closet, but as a company and nice people and you saying that you want to work here, we just tried to hook you up and like give you a job, like being in the audience of a porn shoot or whatever, being extra. And they were just total fucking idiots about it. So, and they tried to like, basically say that the guy had a positive HIV test when he didn't to try to make oh, it look Jesus. like kink tried to hire somebody who was HIV positive on purpose or some whatever. It makes no sense because there's people working that are HIV positive that oh, like use condoms or they only work with other positive performers. And like, that's something that's just legit that happens in gay porn. And that's a fact of life. Right. And the thing is, it's uh, the stigma against HIV is the ridiculous part of it because it's like there's no cure for the common cold, and people aren't like, "Oh my God, you have the cold!" Ew, like the I would cold. never, you know, and just yeah. You know, well, it's not the death ridiculous. sentence that was ten years ago, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago. Definitely, but it's also like it's stigmatized because it's sexually. It's like it, the idea of it is like you get it from doing dirty sex things. But you also do it for, uh, you get it from shooting drugs yeah, and needles and stuff like that, you know, and people are just like, yeah, needle exchange, like, we're just, that's it. You know, it's, it's like, people really focus on, like, they think, like, if you get fucked, then you're going to die. Yeah. Because you're gay and God hates it. But, you know, if you, if you have addiction, like, that's like, that's a disease. Yes. That's a disease. Not that you, yeah. you know, not that you're sharing needles with people because you're junky and you're fucking crazy or whatever. Nice. <laughs> you know, which awesome is, facts. Y- yeah, like it's just the, the ideas about, I have all sorts of fun ideas. I have all sorts of fun ideas, don't nice. I? Which is like, fine, if you want to be a junkie, go for it. But, you know, Things I could just, I could just shoot up every once in a while and not do it for another four years and I'll be fine. Jeez. No, just kidding. I've never shot IV drugs. Yeah. I'm too scared. Yet. <laughs> oh what are you doing later? God. What are you doing later? If you mean shoot I live, up. I, I live by Skid Row. We could score. Oh, you live downtown? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I did too. No moss. That's fine. Sue, anywho. I Uh-oh. What? Is that it? That's it. Well. Is that the end? This yeah. is our outro music, Dana Ron. We would oh, like shit. to thank. You're welcome. Dana D'Armand tonight for coming down. That's at Dana D'Armand, D-A-N-A-D-E-A-R-M-O-N-D. It's trademarked. Um, <laughs> Dana D'Armand.com. Dana D'Armand.com. The Internet's Girlfriend.com. Go for it. Swipe right. If you see me on Tinder, girls got to eat. Nice. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks to everyone. Uh, Wildfire Radio, Team Skeet, Rialto Report, Projection Booth, Just Guy Talk, Cinephile, you can find us on Twitter at PornDirPod or at Sal underscore Genoa. Facebook.com slash CON.PDP. Search Porn Director Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Email us at Sal at PornDirectorPodcast.com or Con at PornDirectorPodcast.com. See Dana D'Armand in the new Girl Co. film, Twisted Fates. You're in a bunch of Dana Vespoli movies as well. Yeah, thanks, Dana Vespoli, for calling in and praising me so hard. Nice. And we have a donations page, so go ahead and pop on that and throw us a buck or two. 
And uh, other than that, thanks very much. I've worked with tons of women in my 12-year illustrious career. And Dana, I'm Dar- the best. Dana Darmon comes in early, leaves late, gives you a most fucking cracking scene of your fucking life. And uh, I commit. I commit. She is a professional, and now she's taken on the charity role. I'd love to hear that as well. So thank you very much, Dana Dearmon. Get her a Snickers, guys. Thanks. Glad, to, She'll do glad wonderf- to have you guys. Thanks for coming in. She'll do wonderful things with the Snickers. Get that for her. Great talking porn, Con. Good talking porn. It's been porn for your ears. Good night. In a battle of attention, you know consumption always wins.